God bless you. Let's read uh, out of the book of Jeremiah, chapter 6 and verse 16. And the word of God reads in this manner. It says, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk. Let us pray. Father, we give you all honor and glory. We thank you for the privilege, Father, to preach this word. I ask for my listeners, fathers, that their hearts be ready, that their ears be open. Father, I pray for anybody out there who needs to hear this word. Father, let this word just make its way to them. Touch their hearts. Let this be the day that their lives will be changed. Let this be the day that they start all over again. And as for me, Father, I ask that you anoint my lips and let me deliver this word such as you gave it to me. Holy Spirit, I pray that you move throughout these weather radio waves. Touch somebody. Touch their heart. And Father, I am your instrument. Use me as you will. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. I want to use for a subject today. Check yourself and move forward. I'm using for scripture Jeremiah 6.16 and also to reference Matthew 22.14. And let me just let me just start by saying that Christ said in the gospel according to John, chapter 14 and verse 6, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This tells me that each one of us has a path in our life that we have to choose. There are wide paths and there's narrow doors according to Matthew 7, 14. And it's very evident that God, what God wants for his people. Look at what Isaiah 55, 9. He says, it says, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts more than your thoughts. In Psalm 139, 17, he says, how precious are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of they. Let's go on the old path. This is what Jeremiah is saying. Let's, let's, let's stop. Let's, there's got to be a pause in your life. He says, let's stop and go on the old path. So the, the first command that, that he gives here in, in Jeremiah 6.16 is stop. You know, sometimes that's our problem. We're... We're going. We're out of hand. We're 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 going so fast that we don't stop to realize that that we're out of control. And the best way to get your bearings is for you to stop. I'm talking to somebody right now who is living a life out of control. I'm talking to somebody right now who. You're overwhelmed and you don't know what to do. I'm talking to somebody right now who feels like they are at the end of the rope, who feels like all the world is caving in and you've made some bad mistakes, bad judgments. God is telling you, stop, stop. In life we come to a, a why. It's not a single path. 
but it, there's a why. We, 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 we travel a distance and we come to a why. And the reason why we use the why because this is a point of choosing. And, and the Bible talks about that. It talks about a, a narrow way and, and, and it talks about a, a wide, wide path and a narrow door. And, and it says, you know, you, you, you have to choose. God will not impose his will upon you. God will not make you do anything that you don't want to do. God will not force your hand and make you serve him. God will not subjugate you and bring you down and make you serve him. What God will do is he will bring you to a point in your life where you can choose between him and, and where you are right now, which might lead to another direction. It's either heaven or hell, God or Satan. It's either salvation or eternal damnation. It's either a life in Christ or a life of misery. God gives you the choice. He said in Deuteronomy, I put before you life and death. Choose life that you might live, you and your seed. See, everybody gets a chance to choose. Lot came to the why of his life and, and he chose Sodom because he saw the green plains. God stops us on the way to analyze and make a calculated decision. God allows you to get your bearings, clear your head, think about it, and, and realize, look, look behind you and see where you come and what, what your life has brought you through. It's brought you this far. It's brought you to trouble. It's brought you to trouble in your marriage. It brought you to trouble in your finances. It brought you to trouble in your home. You, you are struggling because your life has brought you to this point. And God says, stop. Look behind you and ask for the old way. We live in a fast time and no one wants to take time to stop. And so many end up on the wrong path. Facing the why. Coming to that why in your path. And God says, stop. 40, Psalm 46.10, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted on earth. First Kings chapter 19, verse 12. And after the earthquake, earthquake, there was a fire. But Jehovah was not in the fire. And after the, after the fire, a soft and delicate voice. There is great danger in a fast life, my friend, when we give everything. And sometimes we search for God in the wrong places. We search for peace in the wrong places. We look at things that simulate peace. We look at things that simulate love. We look at things that simulate a perfect life. And the only way to salvation, the only way to God is through Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So Jeremiah is saying, stop. Take a pause in your life. If everything is falling apart in your life right now, if you're going through a struggle right now, I don't know what your problems are. Listen to the voice of God. And it's not a, a thunder crackling voice, and it's not an earthquake, earth shaking voice. It is a soft and peaceful, delicate voice telling you, stop, stop, stop. The second thing that Jeremiah says, he says, 
you need to perceive, you need to, to think, stop, perceive, look. Many times we look at everything, but we see nothing. Many times we're so busy looking at, at the road that we don't see what's up ahead. And sometimes you have to be aware of your surroundings. You have to know where you're at. Take a part right now and look at where you're at. Where are you? How, have you gone out of hand? Have you gotten out of hand? Are you on the wrong road? Is everything a mess? Look at where you are. God is saying, look at where you are right now. And if where you are is not where you want to be, you have options. He says, many, we, 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 he says that you may open the eyes of the blind, Isaiah 42, 7, that you may open the eyes of the blind, that you may bring prisoners out of prison and of prison houses to those who dwell in darkness. Be careful not to look with carnal eyes, but with spiritual eyes. You have to look. You stop and pray. If you don't know what you're looking at, pray and say, Lord, where am I? Where am I? See, God is the GPS of your life. He will direct, the Holy Spirit will direct you on the path that God wants you to go on. I, I hate the GPS. I, I, I mean, I like the, the technology and I like what it does. The thing I like, I hate about the GPS is because they gave it a woman's voice. And when I'm driving, now I've got two women telling me where to go. <laughs> but if you notice the GPS, once you, you type in where, where you want to go, it'll begin to tell you. Before you even drive out of the driveway, it says, when you get to this street, turn to the right. And it goes, when you get to this other street, turn to the left. Now, if you should, by any chance, happen to go past the street, that it told you to turn on. The GPS doesn't grab the car and pull it back. It doesn't shut down the car and tell you, you know what, you're not listening to me. What the GPS does is it reconfigures a new route. But in the end, if you listen to it, it will take you where you wanna go. See, God doesn't, he doesn't force you to stop. He's not gonna turn you around. That's up to you if you wanna turn around. Oh, there's a song that I love, uh, uh, a country western singer by the name of, uh, oh, what was her name? She was blind and she sang this song called Turn Around. And, and the, the verse says, if you're tired of the lonely, helpless nights of only, did your wasted days drive you to your knees? Are you sick of all the crying, emptiness and lying? Telling yourself, you can make it without me. See, the chorus says, turn around. My friend, if you think you're going the wrong way, stop. Look behind you. Turn around and head back to what God has for you. So, so God is telling us through Jeremiah, stop. Perceive, look around you, look at where you are. And third, he says, ask. See, the idea is to do research. That it does not follow a new path because it is a new. The old path has been tested. 
So who are you going to ask? I told my son one time, because he says, why do you get to make all the decisions? Why, why do you always know what I'm doing wrong? And I told him, son, the path that you're on, I already walked it. You're just following behind me. You have not walked where I walked, but you will. And sometimes the hardest thing is it for us is to ask for direction. James said it. He said it. If any lack wisdom, let him ask of God. If any lack wisdom, let him ask God. Ask God. Stop asking your friends. Stop asking people. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Shut up. Ask God. Ask God. Where am I, Lord? Where do you want me to go? What do you want from me? What do you want from my life? Ask, ask God. And this is what, what, what Jeremiah said. He says, stop, look behind you and ask for the old way. Oh, wait a minute, is this the right road? Am I on the wrong road? Do I have to get back to the right road? Lord, you lead me. You will come to the way of your decision and you're going to ask God. So basically what you're doing, church, is you got to stop and check yourself. You got to check yourself. Do you do that? Do you do that? When you, when you get ready, like you're going to church or you're going out and you took a shower, don't you check your clothes to make sure there's not a stain on your shirt? Don't you check your hair to make sure it's in the right place? Women, don't you check your makeup? I know women, we go, uh, my wife will go to a restaurant and, and, and we'll, we'll eat and then all of a sudden she gets up and she goes into the, the, the bathroom and she comes back out and her makeup looks okay. But what she does is she checks herself. You have to ask, ask God, Lord, where am I? Where do you want me to be? Ask him. So he says, stop, perceive, ask. Look at, look at this, pursue and walk down the right road. Walk for him, walk now. In other words, you, you stop and you move forward. You, 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 you check yourself, you stop, you check yourself, and you move forward. You stop, check yourself, and you move forward. Keep moving forward to the right path where God wants you to go. Walk for Him. Walk now. In Philippians 3, 13 and verse 14 says, This I do certainly, forgetting what is left behind and extending to what lies ahead, I press on to the goal, to the prize of the supreme call of God. In other words, Paul's before this, Paul says, you know, it's not that I've already attained it, but because I haven't really attained it, but what I do is I keep checking myself. I will always check myself. And what I do is I forget my past mistakes. I forget what I did. I put that in God's hands and, and where I am. And you need to understand everything that has happened in your life, good or bad, brought you on this path and brought you one more time to the, to the foot of the throne before God to, because God has given you a chance. Somebody said, well, if God is up there and I'm so bad, how come he doesn't strike me? Peter said, he said that, that God, not wanting for anybody to perish, waits. He's waiting on you. God is waiting on you to make the right choice. The Holy Spirit, the angels, 
Jesus, God, are waiting, looking at you, waiting to see what decision you're going to make. And if you choose God right now and give him the reins and say, okay, you take me. You lead me. I'm just going to follow. I assure you, God will take you on the right path. Here's the last one. So it's, it's stop, perceive, ask, pursue. Here's the last one. Proclaim. In Isaiah 6, 8, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Then I answered, Here I am. Send me. See, that's what God's waiting for you to say. I'm right here, God. God asked Adam, where are you? And Adam didn't want to answer because he knew he was in sin. Those are the three words that God wants to hear you say, here I am. He called Samuel and Samuel said, here I am. He wants to hear you say that. He wants to say, Lord, here I am. I, I'm, I'm not in good shape. I'm a mess. See, God doesn't want you to, to go get yourself sanctified, go, go to confession and confess and, and you know, all these things. God, God wants you to come just like you are with your hang-ups, with your addictions, with your anger, with your hurts, with all the pain, with the people who don't like you, all the things you did in the past, all that baggage. Bring it and lay it at the foot of the cross. God is calling you to proclaim the peace of Jesus Christ over your home, over your marriage, your children, your family, your neighborhood, your finances. Proclaim peace and you will find rest in it. He said, then you will find rest for your life, for your souls. Then when you proclaim, I've found the right path. When you tell everybody, I found the way. His name is Jesus. When you tell everybody, this is the way I'm going. Look at what Proverbs 16, 7 says. When a man's way are pleasing to Jehovah, even his enemies make him be at peace with him. See, when you, when you have peace with God, it's easier to make peace with your enemies. And when you make peace with God, Even if you don't make peace with your enemies, your enemies are no longer threatened by you because you are a changed person. All that anger that you're feeling right now, it didn't just happen. It comes through years, years, years. I know because I was there. All that, that unforgiveness that's in you, it, it, you didn't just wake up with it. It comes from years and years of hurt and pain. All the fear that you feel, all the, the sentiment that you feel, all the lowest self-esteem that you have, everything that's wrong about you, it didn't just happen. It came through years and years of pain and suffering. And God says, Jesus said, come unto me, all who are tired and heavy laden, And I will give you rest. Jesus is calling you right now. And he's saying, come to me. Jesus is saying, come to me. I will give you rest. Are you tired, my brother? Are you tired, sister? Stop and look at your life. Is it a mess? Have you tried everything? 
you, you don't understand. I, I've been hurt by church people. I can no longer believe in church people. Well, he didn't say believe in church people. Oh, I, I've been hurt by so many pastors. I've been hurt by so many preachers. He didn't say believe in preachers. Well, it's not the church. I used to go to church, but church hurt me. He didn't say believe in the church. He said believe in me. Believe in me. And whosoever believeth in me shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Stop. Perceive. Check yourself. Ask for the old way. And walk on it. And proclaim it. Proclaim that you have found the right way. Proclaim it to your family. When they look at you and say, hey, what's different about you? Tell them, I found the right way. When they say, why are you happy all the time? Tell them, I found the right way. His name is Jesus. Do you want to do that right now? Do you want to do that with me right now? Father, in the name of Jesus right now, I pray for my listeners right now, Father. And I pray for any listener right now who has not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Holy Spirit, go get them. There are people that you call and there are people that you send for Lord send the Holy Spirit to go get them go get them Lord right now and if you're listening to me right now and you, you feel like you're ready to give your heart to Jesus just pray with me Lord I recognize I am a sinner I don't deserve your mercy I don't deserve your love I don't deserve your forgiveness but Father I am banking on your grace and I'm asking you to have mercy on me I'm asking you, Jesus, to come into my heart and take out everything that is crowding my heart, everything from all the hatred, all the pain, all the jealousy, all the insecurity, everything that is wrong about my heart. Clean out my heart, Father. Jesus, come into my heart and come and live in my heart. I want when people look at me, they will not see me no more, but they will see you shining through me. And as bad as I was before, I want to be that good for you, Lord. Tell God right now, here I am. Send me. I'll go, Father. I'll go tell others what you did for me. I ask you this in Jesus' name. Right now, they're having a party. If you accepted Christ as your Savior, right now they're having a party in heaven. They're, they're dancing and shouting and rejoicing because the Bible says that when one sinner converts, when one sinner gives his life to Jesus, there is a banquet in heaven and they're rejoicing. And you're going to rejoice too because from this day on, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. God bless you. Amen. That was a powerful word. And listen, if you accepted Christ as your Savior, if this message has changed your life, help you change your life, I'm going to ask you to please write me. Write me and let me know what God has done for you. You can write me at Pastor Gino Landin, 28289 Bass Boulevard. Now that's bass like the fish. 28289 Bass Boulevard, Harlingen, Texas, 78552. If uh, you want to send me an email, you can do that also. You can email me to uh, 
wordman9356 at gmail.com. That's wordman9356 at gmail.com. Write to me. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know that these messages impact. We have up, this is our eighth episode, and I know that, that they will bless you. Listen to them, and, and, and if you listen to them, and if you know somebody who needs to hear this word, call them up. Tell them, can I come over and play this podcast? You can, if you don't have a way to get to the podcast, all you got to do is download uh, Spotify to your, to your phone, and, and you'll be able to listen uh, uh, to this message. I know it's going to be a blessing. I want to encourage you to sow into our ministry. If these messages, and if I've been a blessing to you, I'm going to ask you to bless us also. I'm not going to tell you how much to give. I'm not going to stand up here and tell you how much you should give. In fact, I'm not even going to intimidate you by telling you that you have to give. All I'm going to ask you is to follow your heart. Let let the Lord lead you. Ask the Lord to guide you and tell him, Lord, if, if this is the ministry that you want me to, to sow into, I, I have my seed, I will send it, and I know God is going to bless you. Now, there's two ways that you can sow into this ministry. One of them is you can write us to Gino Landin, 28289, Bass Boulevard, Harlingen, Texas, 78552. And just make your check payable to Deep River Worship. Okay, Deep River Worship Center. Just make the checks payable to Deep River Worship Center. And, uh, and I know that you're going to be blessed. There is also another way. If you want to, uh, you can go to your Play, what is it, Google Play app, or your, on iPhone, you're going to go to the, to the App Store and just download the Cash app. It's called Cash app. On the Cash app, after you download it, look up for my username, dollar sign, Gino Lan, that's G-I-N-O, Lan, L-A-N, 56, that's my username, dollar sign, Gino Lan, 56, and it's going to ask you if you're going to send money or, or receive money, just press send and put the amount that you're going to send, and I know God will richly bless you. Until next week, God bless you. Thank you.